Hey, how's it going? My name is Kyle Kuyat. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Blueprint Podcast. This is our first episode, so we're really excited that you're here and tuning in. We understand that your time is valuable and we really appreciate you being here today. This is our first episode, so we're gonna give you the lay of the land as to what is to come. We've already conducted a number of interviews that have already been produced and are upcoming, so make sure you subscribe to wherever you're listening to podcasts, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. We're excited that you're here, and without any further ado, Let's get right on into it. You're listening to the Blueprint Podcast. Blueprints for the future. You got the blueprints? The blueprints. Designed to give financial professionals the roadmap to where they want to take themselves and their business. I like the sound of that. Yeah, yeah, me too. Our mission is to arm you with knowledge from thought leaders and other professionals who've mastered their craft so you can build a better practice. So listen now, act after, and enjoy the show. Everybody, I am Kyle Kuyat, host of the Blueprint Podcast. Today, I'm joined by my co-host Billy Hopkins. Billy, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. We are pretty excited about this. Uh, Billy is the president and CEO of Silver Oak, and I will let him do his intro here in a second. But you're probably wondering why we started this podcast, and our main reason for this is our mission is to arm our advisors with the roadmap to wherever they want to take themselves and wherever they want to take their businesses. And we help them with that blueprint and help them figure out that path they want to take by bringing on thought leaders, sharing our own experience or sharing other experiences of other advisors across the industry or at our own firm. But more importantly than any of that, Billy, let's talk about you. Let's talk about your story and give us a little bit of a little background on yourself and where you come from. Well, thank you. Um, So I've been a financial professional since 1994, always lived in the independent space. Everything that you know, we did as a, as a professional at that point in time, we were kind of early adopters to having to, you know, compete with bigger firms. And we always kind of rep- lived in the small, small firm world. Grew up in Tennessee. Most people don't, Jackson, Tennessee, we don't even know where that is. It's in the heart of right in between Memphis and Nashville. But we decided early on that we wanted to start our own firm. And so we uh, we actually started a FINRA broker-dealer that was approved in 1999. During that time, we've we've seen quite a few economic crises that that hit. So I got a different perspective during the time that I was that I was building a firm. But we were always on the side of the independent financial advisor and learned how to create a firm around the needs of that advisor. You know, that started from brokerage, very heavy into brokerage, to now, you know, advice. And along the way, we had to adapt to ever-changing regulatory environments, but also figure out ways to create platforms and create environments to where advisors could be successful. My favorite part of the industry, and the reason I really wanted to get into it as a broker-dealer instead of a personal financial professional, Mm -hmm. was I really enjoyed hearing how financial professionals built their practice. What were the unique abilities that they had? What did they do different in their respective community? And that was always my favorite you know, part. So we just kind of want to pull from those influences as part of this podcast to kind of educate, to even support the pro- professional that is out there building a business. And we've seen it grow and evolve. And it's just been you know, to me, was and still is one of the best industries to be in as a professional. Yeah, I mean, the, and the beautiful thing about it is today is there's so many different ways to build a business. And, and again, it, you could speak to this probably in just a second, but 
you know, the way I see it, and you would probably agree, is there's so many different ways to go about doing it, whether you're in the wirehouse world, the independent world, the RA world, or maybe even a combination of a little bit of both of those things. Obviously, there's pros and cons to each one and, and where, where you fall. But let's talk about for a second, you know, the dynamics of the industry as a whole, how it's changed from, you know, when you started more of in a brokerage space to it seems obviously it's been a long shift to this advisory world and where a lot of advisors want to live and breathe as well as businesses themselves. But where do you see it going more importantly over the next 5, 10, 15 years, et cetera? Well, there's a couple of ideas around that. First, you know, when I got into the entry, clients only, you know, there was a smaller population of clients that actually invested. And many of them would have multiple financial professionals. They would have an insurance guy. They'd have a homeowner's insurance guy. They would have their broker. And they probably had three that they would pin up against each other. And today, clients have evolved to where they really want to work with one team that might handle all their affairs. We now have a population with, according to research I've looked at, about 20 million millionaires. Most millionaires are still the millionaire next door. They don't really feel confident that they're don't look at themselves as a millionaire. They don't feel confident uh, with handling all of the financial decisions, and they still want to work with a professional. You now got you know, the shift away from pensions to 401ks. More individuals are contributing to those 401ks, and that's going to lend to other opportunities. So in a regulatory world, yeah, we probably did need to include some sort of fiduciary standard because there's so much more at play here than it was before. Investors right. were a lot more sophisticated when they kind of went down that road because there was a smaller population. So what has the, the shifting landscape has been that we no longer are dealing with a small fragment of that individual's finances. You know, we're typically dealing with all of it. But along that sense, you know, when I looked at the studies of the Department of Labor and I looked at the studies of Reg BI and all the different things, there was never a, a roadmap as to how many clients you could work with. And there wasn't a roadmap as to how much you could charge for your services. So the financial planning industry is is relatively young compared to the brokerage industry. And so ways to build your business around the needs of your client. You know, we we live in a in a world where the financial service industry can be customized, but can be built around the population that matters most to you and that's your client base, but is completely open to how big you want it to be. And that, to me, points to a healthy industry and a very, very exciting industry. Absolutely. So how does an advisor take advantage, in your mind, of that opportunity? Obviously, there's many different routes they can go, and we'll talk about a lot of that, whether it's our own experience or bringing multiple advisors that do things slightly differently than the other on the show that are still finding success. But in your mind, Billy, what, what would you say is maybe one of the key things that resonates across the board for any advisor that wants to take advantage of that opportunity here in the future that's going to be in the industry for a little bit? I think today's professional has to have an open mind as to how things are done. You know, I might have learned from the insurance space where there was one way I did it and I just did it that way. And I just <laughs> tried to, you know, as Nick Murray said, get told no more than anybody else to now with, you know, digital, with COVID, the way that customers interact. I, I really have to have an open mind as to how things are doing are being done. And, you know, I have to invest in people and I have to invest in platforms that can help me deliver from across the kitchen table to now in a digital world. So I think today's professional uh, advisor has to really kind of engage with others and see how they're doing it, quite frankly. You know, uh, find things that work for them, but at the end of the day, perhaps even even touch down into a younger generation because guess what? There's a new one coming in and they didn't operate like their daddies. <laughs> they didn't have their daddy's broker. And a lot of times, and they don't want to use somebody that wasn't broker. So I think 
it is a it is a wide open industry, and 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 sometimes that can be scary to the professional. But at the heart of it, what we're dealing with is uh, an industry where at one point in time, if I had ever said I'm going to have a 250 or $500,000 minimum, that would have just been insane. You, know, you would have basically positioned yourself as an elitist and tried to only work with high net worth individuals. And now those high net worth individuals are more readily available in even in your middle and smaller communities. So to me, you you keep at the core fundamental things you believe in, but also need to think 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 outside the box and find new ways to try to try to deliver your brand. Yeah, and, and you know, a couple of things on that from from my perspective, I come from the wholesaling side, so a, a more product centric world, if you will. Obviously, I didn't necessarily have that mindset, but I've had a lot of conversations where advisors completely excluded an asset class. One of the things that I always had a hard time scratching my head is how can you act as a fiduciary in this world that we live in today by completely excluding or not even bringing to the table a particular asset class just because you don't like it, right? And, and that is important to have an open mind because the, the reality is the advisor down the street or another advisor is that's more open-minded than the closed-minded one is going to have more success because it's a perfect cocktail of opportunity where we stand today, which is you said there's over 20 million millionaires in America, right? You have 10,000 baby boomers retiring every single day. And quite frankly, the reality is there's not a lot of advisors or even enough advisors to fill the shoes, let alone quality advisors to fill the shoes at a quality firm that are prepared to take advantage of that opportunity. So if you combine the right firm, the right people with the right way of thinking, I believe that as an advisor, there's a huge pathway of success and we're really just getting started which is why we're extremely excited to have everybody on the show all of our thoughts all the ideas that we've already talked about Billy I know you're as excited as I am to share all this with guys because it's it's really important and if somebody wants to take advantage of it there is a way to do it and obviously there is more than one way but you have to be open to adapting that change and rather than staying sort of on that plateau where you may be now if you want to level up you're going to have to introduce new ideas new thoughts and new ways of doing things so our goal is to share that with you the listener and make sure that you're more prepared uh, today than you were yesterday and so you can be more prepared for tomorrow so Billy, uh, you know, more importantly, I guess, being that this is our first episode, how do we, where do we go from here? You know, in, in your mind, if I'm an advisor and I want to learn more about this podcast, about you, about your firm, potentially, how do I find you? How do I stay in, in touch with you? Where, where do we, where do we go from here as far as our listeners are concerned? So obviously, uh, we want everybody to check us out online. We have a really cool website, joinsilveroaksecurities.com. You know, what, what we will hope that people will take from this is an entrepreneur's view of the industry, talking to other entrepreneurs, talking to different people that we've met along the way in the independent space that built out a carved out a unique business model for themselves. You know, so we're excited about this. We're, we're early in the industry. I still think we're in the third inning. We're not in the ninth. And now there's so many things to consider. Technology, branding, you know, most financial professionals work from the kitchen table to the office. And now we've got this, this world where clients don't care if they work with somebody that's in their local town. They don't have to have that local professional. So they're going 
where they find the person that can deliver the services that they want. And again, it's typically a comprehensive service. So it's, you know, you, know, you have to really uh, be looking to position your firm in, in a unique way. We hope people can find this as a as a resource. We hope you can find this as a as a tool to explore new ideas. And, and at the end of the day, it's a very cathartic thing for us because it's going to be something where we're going to be learning from each individual person that we talk to. You know, and that's what I think this industry has to be. It's got to be something that the professional strives to learn new things all the time. New services, hey, your knowledge bank has got to continue. And it's not just alpha and how much money I can make for my clients that are the key decision makers as to who the clients will work with. In fact, most of the time, that is not the primary decision that um, will, will, will affect whether I choose to work professional or not, whether you can make me more money than anybody else. It's all the other little things. It's the little things. So we're going to be dabbling into the, the edges around the client service model, as well as the thing, the, the thing, the advisors that work at our firm and at other firms that are doing a really good job. And we're just going to see if we can't make this a, a, a resource for the professional. Absolutely. And, you know, it's a client focused industry. It seems that every single year, whether it is a regulation, although it may seem like a pain <laughs> on the front end to, to sift through the uh, underbearings of that regulation from the industry uh, standards, if you will. It is becoming a more client-centric industry. And our thought process with this is we want to be an advisor-centric podcast, an advisor-centric really just mainly resource for any of our listeners that are in the advisor shoes, which there's plenty of us out there that want to grow, want to succeed, and are open to new ideas and, and different ways of doing things if there is a better way or a different way to approach a similar problem, which quite frankly, there are a lot of ways. So our goal is to share, like I said, our experiences, whether we did right, whether we did wrong, so you don't have to make the same mistakes or you can copy and paste the same things that work for us, for anybody else that we bring on the show. And as far as uh, staying up to date with our podcast, you can subscribe to it, whether it be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to podcasts, and there will be an episode every single week on Tuesdays. So make sure that you go ahead and subscribe so you are most up to date and we appreciate any feedback that you have or any particular topics you would like us to cover. Make sure you comment them or leave a review and we will make sure that we cover that in a later episode. So Billy, thanks so much for joining me. And uh, guys, we look very forward to, uh, to bringing more episodes and more resources to you. And this should be a lot of fun. Kyle, thank you very much. And, uh, we we'll look forward to launching into this endeavor. Securities Registered Investment Advisory Services offered through Silver Oak Securities, member FINRA, SIPC. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.